So what's going on is like this. We're learning a sicha about the meaning of Shabbos and the, the theme of Shabbos, by the way, is very connected to the Hilul of Atzantik in general. The Friedrich Rebbe himself would treat the day of Be'ez Nissan, the day of his father's passing, as Shabbos. He wouldn't, the Mamashu kept it like, like a regular Shabbos. Um, it's not an instruction for us, but uh, it's certainly something we could, uh, that we're learning about the meaning of Shabbos, which is very relevant to, um, to our lives in general and, and especially in preparation for Yashvat. Um, so we know what we know so far about this. Thank you. So far, what we know is is that the year the Rebbe said the Sicha was a year in which Shoshana fell out on the Shabbos, Yitzchakisa fell out on the Shabbos, Yitzchvat falls out on the Shabbos. It was a Shemitah year, and the year and the union of Shabbos was emphasized very much on that year. So. Well, he took out his own for mine. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, he wants it back. He's lending it to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so what do we know about Shabbos? What is the meaning of Shabbos? So yesterday we were discussing how it seems that Shabbos is not something that you can actually see. You don't see a change in the world on Shabbos. We don't see even a uh, change in regards to our relationship to the physicality, because on Shabbos we're supposed to um, we're supposed to eat and drink, not just eat and drink, but eat and drink even more than we do on a regular day. So during the week we're cautioned not to be gluttonous, and Shabbos is supposed to eat, eat even more. So what is the difference between Shabbos and days of the week? And we say the difference is, in Kabbalah it says that Shabbos is related to thought, and days of the week affection to speech. Remember the, the emphasis of the the um, uh, connection between Shabbos and thought? Yes, I do, Rabbi. Remind me, just to make sure. Sure, no problem. Just like when you speak, so people around you can hear it. It's about people around you. You only speak to get to people around you. Versus thought is all about you, what's happening inside of yourself. So too, creation is, so to speak, Hashem talking to a world that's listening. It's about something happening outside of godliness. Versus thought is about the reality of Hashem within. And on Shabbos, the world ascends to the level of thought, which means that there is a unity between the world and godliness, and that is why it's a mitzvah for you to satisfy your uh, desire to eat and drink on Shabbos, the mitzvah to enjoy your food on Shabbos. Why? Because it's not considered you eating and you drinking, it's considered, so to speak, like the Abishter's needs, the Abishter wants. Because you, on Shabbos, there, there is that um, connection between the physical and the spiritual, between, between the world and godliness, and the level, at the level of thought where the world is godly. It's, it's revealed in the world. The world ascends to the, level, to the level of thought. The world is in a godly state, and therefore you have a mitzvah to eat and drink. Okay. So, during the, that means the difference, the difference between Shabbos and days of the week is not just that you daven and learn Torah. Even your eating and drinking at Shabbos is in different madrega. Your enjoyment is because it's a mitzvah of Hashem. Okay, let's go to the last line of page 5. 
זהו, גם בעניין שאם שבת צריך להיות, מה אם רצה לחומך תחרסויו? On Shabbos you're supposed to feel that all your work is done. You're not supposed to feel on Shabbos that uh, you have to get, you forgot to take care of this, you forgot to take care of that, and you go take care of this on Monday, that on Wednesday. On Shabbos you have to feel it's all done. Why is it that on Shabbos you have to feel your work is done? What's that person on Shabbos to feel your work is done? What's the reason for that? Remember, on Shabbos, your needs aren't considered, aren't considered mundane. They're considered godly. And therefore, whatever needs to get done comes from God. During the week, God tells you to work, right? During the week, Hashem says, you have to take care of your own, own needs. On Shabbos, it's supposed to feel that every, supposed to be, the reality is the world ascends to the level of thought. That means everything's happening within Hashem. So your needs are also godly. And if they're godly, if they're godly needs, then why are you mixing in? <laughs> it's taken care of. You have to prepare for Shabbos. As the Gemara says, only someone who prepares before Shabbos can eat on Shabbos. But you're only preparing for God to give you on Shabbos. Really what's happening on Shabbos is God's giving you. You're making preparation for God to give you. But Shabbos is a day when, when the Abishter is the one who... Your needs are godly, and therefore, why are you mixing in to take care of them? Why are you involved in the uh, in, in the uh, White House kitchen to take care of your needs? Why are you involved in 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 the uh, financial affairs of, of of Washington? This is this is a day when things are happening mile from above. It's godly. It's 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 the time that Abishter uh, looks at the world and says, "These these are my needs." So so why are you mixing in? That's why in Shabbos you have to feel. It's not, you're not just a, a citizen of, of, of Hashem and you have to do your own thing. Today you are, you are invited to the palace. Today you are, you, you are uh, a, a, a member of the royal family. And therefore, you, you know, you, 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 it's all taken care of. Dalit. So what is the message for us in general from Shabbos? That's what it's supposed, we're supposed to be like that on Shabbos. What about the rest of our lives? So there's a message from Shabbos to the rest of our lives. Wufrat. This is especially relevant to the Shabbos of the yard site, of the Hilula, of the Fridika Rebbe. A Hilula is a day of remembrance. The purpose of remembering the tzaddik is to inspire, and not just inspire, but inspire in a way that has a result, that something happens. And especially, we're having a Fabrengen. The goal of a Fabrengen is that something should happen. It shouldn't just remain in words. Something should happen. The word by Chassidim, Ha'beichem Eshterizim Ruh, say in Davening and Yishtabach, God chooses songs of praise. Chassidim say the word song is related to the word left over. What does Hashem choose? What does Hashem like? He likes what's left over, the Shirayim of the songs. Not the songs He likes. He likes what happens after the songs. This Fabrengen is the songs. What's the Shirayim? What's after the songs? Shabbos is a day that blesses all the, the, the days of the week. You're supposed to, what that means is, you're supposed to continue the feeling you have on Shabbos throughout the week. And so to the day of, of Yud Shvat, the day which is holy, the goal of this day is that it should continue and have an influence in the world. And even when you go out to the world, 
you should feel this is a world that is connected to godliness. Vahainu. Although the reason why you have to work is because God's sustenance is going through the garment of nature, and nature conceals godliness, and therefore you have to work to bring down the godly energy because Hashem's sending you a flow through nature, and therefore you have to do something because it's going through something which conceals godliness. So you have to go to the place of concealment. Because that's where the Gali flow is going through. And therefore you have to go to work. You can't just say, oh, Hashem will take care of it. So although on the one hand God's sustenance is going through the garment of nature, and therefore and nature conceals Galilee. And therefore if you do something, However, don't look at this garment as something otherly to Galilee. As something that's, as a, that's separate from Galilee. Rather, look at this as a garment. That in this garment, you could see who's wearing the garment. Look at this, at this garment. This is a garment where Galilee says, and it dresses itself in this garment. This is not about the garment. This garment, this is not a separate entity. All this natural means that you're working on is, is just a, a way to, um, to receive what's inside. Meaning, it's not an entity unto itself. All it is, is... A garment for godliness. It's not something by itself. This is, this is a huge uh, idea. You hear what's going on? Yeah, what do you hear, Yonatan? It's, it's, uh, for me, it's frustrating. For, for example, um, I just came across something in the area of finance that really intrigued me. Yeah. I want to get involved in it. And I find it dominating my thoughts. I'm so involved in the process of what that is as opposed to the godliness of it and what it can do for godly purposes bothers me, but I don't seem to have enough control. That's my true confession. The, 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 it was at Sadiq when he passed away, he told his students that uh, his successor is the one who. Uh, who has advice for people who have extraneous thoughts, people who have machshav azaras. The one who has the advice for machshav azaras actually is not the successor. The one who cannot give advice for machshav azaras, that's that's the successor. So they asked, so they're trying to do a survey to find their new rebbe, and they're going around interviewing people. Hey, you have any advice? People have these thoughts come into their head, the things they shouldn't think about. What should we do? So one rabbi was like, yeah, this is what you should do. And the said, this is what you should do. Finally, like, oh, no, it's not him. And they finally go to Bishol of Rishon. Bishol of Rishon, what's the, what's the advice from Akshav Azaris? Bishol of Rishon says, advice from Akshav Azaris is that there is no advice. That's advice for them. What, what that means is, is that, um, yeah, Hashem, Hashem built us a certain way that we are um, prone to have a thought we shouldn't have, but then the Altebrei writes in Tayyan chapter 12 that you push it away with both hands. But um, when you identify, this is, this, is not, this is not me, this is not what I, I'm into. You know, when Jewish people left Mitzrayim, what they tell Pari? said, well, let's go for three days. And that was never the plan to go for three days. They said, let's go for three days. What's the idea? 
means you take a break from Yitzhahara. So, you know, I don't have to do, I don't have to be this way. I don't have to go after this way. I don't, I don't have to. This is the Makshava. Okay, sure, you're a human being. But I, I, I'm not that. You, you, <laughs> the, 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 the advice is there's no advice. The advice is this is how Hashem built you. And that's what you're dealing with. And therefore, you're, that's the mission. You, that's the playing field. That's where you're supposed to be. <laughs> his advertisement. What, what are you guys talking about? This is where he snuck in the advertisement. Even when you have a test, there's two ways you could approach a test. One way of approaching a test is I'm not going to get affected by this test. This test is selling me something which is the opposite of godliness. Right. I'm going to overcome this. I'm going to obliterate this. This is not real. That's one way to overcome a test. Another way is, the other way is to say, I'm not, I'm not going to overcome this test. Rather, to look at the test to begin with, what the purpose of this is. This is only to elevate me. This is here because Hashem says that I can jump higher than I thought I could. That's the whole reason this is happening to me. I'm here because I, this thing is happening to me because Hashem says that I can jump higher. You want to see me jump higher. So the first way is that there's a test. You have to overcome it. The second way is, why is this happening? This is similar to what the Rebbe told a Mitzin Raider in a private audience. Rebbe, he was going through some kind of financial crisis. And the Rebbe asked him if he knows the difference between emuna and Bitachin. You know this? The Rebbe said the difference between emuna and Bitachin is Bitachin is not just a higher form of emuna. Bitachin is a whole different way of relating to Hashem. If, you're, if one is faced with a problem and one has emunah, then one has faith that God will help him overcome his problems. But if one has bitachin, one doesn't think there's a problem at all. If you understand that God doesn't send us problems, only challenges. So in other words, if you really trust in the Abish's goodness, you don't see the obstacle, you see an opportunity. That's, that's the, and wh- wh- where does that come from? Where does that come from? That comes from the attitude to how you look at, at, at the Gashemish in the first place. Is it a garment for godliness? Or is it a separate, a separate entity? That, it, 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 this, um, uh, the, the way you look at the challenge has a lot to do with the way you look at Gashmis in general. So, so what does Shabbos give us? This is where Shabbos comes in. Shabbos gives the Jew the sense that the world itself is godliness. Therefore, a test is also godly. There is not another entity I know that Muhammad Marcha just texted that Yonas and Yonatan to ask him, what, can you just tell me a little bit more about this? Um, anyways, so there's no other yeah, thing. Right, <laughs> okay. No, no okay, I'm sorry. All right, all right, sorry. <laughs> okay, so. So Shabbos is supposed to give us the sense that the world itself is godly, and when you, when you look at the world as godly, so automatically when you have a challenge, you see it as a challenge. See, the Abish is look to giving this to you for a purpose. It's not something that the world is doing. It's something that Hashem is doing. What's the purpose of this? <laughs> this, this, this 15 passenger van, I have a little hard time driving it, so, and I had to move it because it's street, street cleaning, and... <laughs> Uh, so I, I, I was backing up at night and I'm thinking, uh oh, uh, I think I just touched the car behind me. Okay. Yeah. You're fast. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I put a sign in the car and I'm like, oh, why is this happening to me? And then I'm thinking, oh, you know what? 
It must be there's a neighbor that I haven't been in touch with. And this is just the perfect way. It was two nights ago. Anyways, but uh, Baruch Hashem, the guy didn't call me yet, so I don't, I don't have to think about that. But uh, the point is, that's, that is what the Pshada challenge is. Do you, is it a challenge? Is it something to do with godliness? Is it something that Hashem wants something to happen to you? Or is it something that oh, you're stuck with? How do you get, a, get out of this? There's no other entity that through this other entity you get closer to Hashem. Rather, the whole thing to begin with is godly. It's not a, a foreign entity that's happening. It's not something foreign. This is a godly thing that's happening. It's a godly event. It's like the Friedrich Rebbe said about Yud Beis Tammuz. That he said the whole reason that he was arrested, why was the Friedrich arrested? He was only arrested in order that there should be another Yantiv. That's why he was arrested at the beginning. Why was he arrested? The Jews have to have another Yantiv. So therefore, he, had to have a, he, had, he was arrested. The purpose of the arrest, he's arrested by the KGB. The Jews need another Yantiv. The KGB officers actually said to him. And this year, we're especially empowered that the whole year should be Shabbosdik. That means that all of our Avedis should be done without difficulty. Like, on the contrary, should be done with pleasure. That's what Friedrich told me, whatever you do, you should do with, with, with pleasure. Whatever you do has to be with pleasure. That's what Shabbos gives you. You're doing something for the Eivishter, and you feel what it's about and who it's for, and you have you have a, you have this clarity. This is like the Reb Marash says: Go on the outset to stay, to go above the obstacle. This idea of the Reb Marash is connected to Shabbos. What's again? Why is it Shabbos? Because Shabbos means you realize to begin with the world is Gali. Until we arrive at the parsha which talks about Geula, and until we actually arrive to the actual Geula with Mashiach Tzakeinu. So, in short, what we did today is like this. First of all, we gave a Hasidic dimension to the halacha that you have to feel on Shabbos your work is done. You know why your work is done on Shabbos? Why is your work done? Why have to feel your work is done? Because on Shabbos, you are in the king's palace. You are invited to the Abishra's home on Shabbos. Your needs are his needs. So what are you mixing in? Therefore, to feel it's all taken care of. Because it is taken care of. Whatever has to get done is done. Number two, we gave a uh, paradigm that a Jew has to live with his whole life. And that is that the world itself is just a garment for godliness. And therefore, you have to look at it as, as not as a separate entity from godliness, but rather it's just a container for godliness. And when you feel that way, there's a whole different way of living, and the difference is expressed, especially when you get challenged. One way that your person responds to a challenge is, Oy vey, I'm stuck, I have to overcome this. And the other is, the Abish is sending this to me. And what is this for? This is, this, there's something that's going on. Can I let that one story let you guys go? Uh, this past Shabbos, this shlich and shlucha from uh, Aventura, Florida, with her, and the shlucha was saying how she had such a a hard time in her shlichas that she wanted to um, she wanted to leave. She wanted to leave. She it was too hard. She had to leave. So uh, she's going to leave, and she's talking to her husband. You got to leave, and this is what what they're thinking about. As they're having this discussion, she gets a phone call from a friend. Her friend has an issue. She wants help. Her friend calls her up, 
And her friend, she starts telling my issues are A and B and C. And she's listening to her friend, she realizes, these are my issues. A is my issue. And, and she starts telling her friend advice that you would give for some, to someone with those issues. Mm-hmm. And she feels like she's getting some inspiration of what to say. And, and A, and she tells her A, and B, and C, and her friend's like, wow, this is so amazing. You helped me so much. And she hangs up the phone, she says, she looks upwards and says, you have such a sense of humor. <laughs> That's it. That's a pshat in the sign. Get in the sign, it's, it's Abish giving us a, a uh, way to go higher, a way to jump higher. <laughs>